Welcome to EQ2 LFG, the unofficial EverQuest 2 podcast where we take a look at the world of Norath from the player's perspective. News and updates, strats and secrets, bugs and bonuses. It's all right here, right now. Welcome back everybody, thanks for joining us at EQ2 LFG for this is the second episode of what to have in your bags. So this is like a part two. And uh, this is Trin. I'm joined today by Marina and we're going to jump right in to pick up where we left off with the last episode, what to have in your bags, part one. And we're going to get right in and talk about these items. There's some power regen items. There's a feign death item. Obviously, everybody needs to maintain food and drinks at all time. There's different types of power regen. You've got potions and you've also got these mana stones. One thing that you do need to have before we leave here today is make sure you go to the broker or if you're a tinkerer, you can create this item yourself. But the first one that you can get for tinkered items is the heart stopper. And that's feign death. It's a 75% chance of feign death. Yeah, that one can kill you. Yeah, a, <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> there's a loosely wired heart stopper at 50% that, yeah, more likely than not, it will it will kill you. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that one. Then there is, that's something else you should probably have in your bags, a reliable gnomish pacemaker. Oh, that, that brings you back to life. Yeah, that one brings you back to life. Oh, defibrillating heart stopper. That's what it's called. Defibrillating heart stopper. Say that real fast five times. That one is a 99% chance of success for feigned death, and it has a small heal on it. So, like, you'll fall down, and if you're at one point health, you won't die. Well, maybe, hopefully not. It'll put, uh, like, a 500-point heal on you. But that's the one that almost always works. Now, on my defiler, I can tell you for a matter, uh, empirical study, it doesn't work 99% for her. More times than not, when she's cast that during raids, she still dies when she casts it. Trying to get away from everything, she'll cast it and die. Now, it won't protect you from from AoE hits that you're, if you've got mobs around you doing AoE hits, but it will protect you from the mob coming straight at you, trying Correct. to target you to kill you because they think that you're dead already. So it sort of works most of the time, but, you know, if you've been in one of those fights yeah. that just gets a whole bunch of damage thrown around. See, what I would generally do when I was raiding on my Defiler is I would take and I would cast all my big wards on myself and then hit my feign death and, you know, hit that feign death totem and fall over but a lot of times i would get that message you fall to the ground and that's not a good sign that's a <laughs> that means that that heart stopper it didn't work that means that the mob still sees you and you're not dead but you will be yeah you will the greater signet of replenishment the greater signet of replenishment is a status item um, you go to a signet broker or peddler whatever they want to call them so if you are a non-reser, a good thing to have in your bag is a greater signet of failure or redemption of failure. That is a res. So if your healers are lazy and they don't give you a little resi toy for whatever reason, um, what I have done in the past with my non-res characters is I throw on a potion of regeneration for health. I hit that potion. I hit my feign death and I lay there and I wait until the fight is over because it's a 
type or whatever, either in group or raid. And then I stand up and I use the greater signet of re- redemption of failure to res a, res a healer to get them up so they can res the rest of the raid. So a few more items for those people who have been playing the game for a few years or if you were playing the game when it launched and you quit for a little while and just came back, go into your claims and you will claim a whole bunch of veteran rewards. And within those veteran rewards, you're going to get a lot of little goodies. One of those goodies is the call of the veteran. That is great for getting places really, really fast because what you can do is you summon this portal and if you're in a group of people or a raid or something like that, you can choose one of the people after you click on the portal and you can port directly to them no matter where they are. There is some bugs with this, though, because certain zones, I believe Kailong Plains and Fens of Nassar, when they have public quest time, people aren't able to use that call of veteran to get into right. there. Yeah, it kind of, and I'm not quite sure why it is, but it won't let you call call the veteran over there. Um, a couple of other things that are really handy to have in your bag. If you're a crafter, you can use one of the baubles to port you to like Isle of Mara or to refuge to get, you know, from places to place where there's a general crafting area. The wormholes. I carry a, on my scout, I carry a wormhole that takes me either straight to Maldura or to the Moors of Yakisha because if you go to the Moors of Yakisha, the wormhole there, when you land up there, you have a druid portal on one side and you have a wizard spire on the other side and there's also a bell. So if you can get there either through a wizard portal, a druid portal, or a bell, that's the perfect place to land because they're all right there. For people who don't know what a wormhole is, it's something that is made by, is it the tinkers or the adorners? So tinkers can make this wormhole generator, and there are different places or locations that are assigned to these wormhole generators. And so if you can, you can either buy them on the broker, or if you're a tinker, you can make them yourself if you have the recipe, or you can buy the recipe on the broker. And what they'll do is you'll create this wormhole generator, and it basically ports you to whatever location is specified in the name. Like Marina was saying, you can get all over the place. They have them for a couple of different locations that are very, very handy. Another one of those great items are Veteran Revival. And you can apply Veteran Revival to someone who has died within your group. It's a charm item, but you don't have to have it equipped in your charm slot. And you can revive someone. The effective radius is 25 meters, so you have to be somewhat near them. And you can use that once every day. It's only good for once a day. Yeah, and you can revive anybody with that, right? Not just a priest. That's an everybody thing. Correct. Anybody can use it, but it has to be someone who's in your group, I believe. Right. It has to be in your group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, if you can't get away from a particular zone for whatever reason, there's two ways to fix your armor. If you have died a few times and your armor is kind of banged up, they have the repair kits. I always keep one on me just because back in the day, that's the only way that we could repair our armor. And so it's kind of become habit for me to always have um, a kit on me. Another way is if you have a tinker who's high enough level, they can create one of those mechanized platinum repository of reconstruction. And that is basically what we call a, a repair bot. So you can ask people if they have a bot. And if they have a bot, they'll put that bot up. It lasts for five minutes. It sits there. It'll take your money and it will mend all of your gear, which is very helpful. Unfortunately, the person who puts the bot up doesn't get any of that money. That would be 
very nice, though, if they did that. <laughs> There's also one third way of repairing. It's a repair kit. It's a 100% repair kit, unlike the player-made one that will repair you to 50%. There is one that you can get out of the marketplace from the Dungeon Maker. If you go to the Dungeon Maker section of the marketplace, under there, using your Dungeon Maker tokens, and a lot of people don't run the Dungeon Makers anymore because they kind of made it so that it's not worth running anymore. But if you run through the Dungeon Maker dungeons and stuff that are player-made, you get these Dungeon Maker tokens. And you can go in there and you can buy repair kits there that will give you 100% repair, whereas the player maids are only 50%. Something else that I wanted to bring up while we were talking about location portals is the Call of the Tinkerer. Now, if you're in a group and you're in a dungeon and you're far away from your group, you can use this Call of Tinkerer if you're a tinkerer. It's a level 75, so you have to be that equivalent of tinkerer. No, you don't. We already talked about this. Yeah, they changed it. They changed it. They changed it to where anybody can can use Call of Tinker. So if you're not a tinker, you can just buy one off the broker. Yay! <laughs> and what that does is you have to be targeting one of your group members and it'll port you to whoever you're targeting. So for whatever reason you get like lost in the sauce back behind the whole group and you can't manage it. Or if you're like Marina and there's some high spaces <laughs> that you don't want to cross. You can call of Tinker to your group members once they get across. <laughs> Thank you for that. Let me tell you. Because you don't always have a handy-dandy conjurer in your back pocket with the call of the hero ready to go for you. Right. <laughs> so um, a couple other silly things that I keep in my bags just because is the Gnomish Parachute Pack, I think, because you never know when you're going to need to parachute down. And sometimes you don't always have the ability to have your mount on. Uh, another one would be the, the gnomish stilt when you want to be able to like bounce up in the air pretty high. When you're trying to jump over large spaces with nothing underneath them. Yeah, no, I, I have a pair in my my bag, but I don't use them. They I'll let somebody else use them and then I'll call <laughs> over to them. Yes. All right. So a super special one that it took me a long time to learn about this, but it's pretty easy to do and pretty easy to make is the brew of readiness. Now, I wanted to highlight the brew of readiness because it's level one. Anybody can use it. But what it does is it lasts for two seconds. Well, I guess it doesn't matter how long it lasts for. What it does is it clears the reuse of modifiable abilities in your spell book. The brew of readiness is it resets any of your long reuse timer spells. It'll take it right back and reset it immediately and it clears the reuse timer on it so that it's ready to go and you can go. It does not work on Ascension. It does work on your epic spells. So for those people who have completed their epic quest line and gotten their epic weapon and you get, it used to be called clickies. You'd get clickies for having your epic weapon back in the day when it was level 80. Now with the new epic 2.0, you get spells that are associated that you scribe in and they're in your spell book. The brew of readiness does clear the reuse of those epic spells because I've had to do that on my Templar with my unbroken faith which is a death save unfortunately that death save is only up like every eight minutes or so so the brew of readiness comes in handy when when we're in a place that people die a lot all right that wraps up everything that we think that you should have in your bag for now thank you guys for joining us we appreciate all the feedback that we've gotten in the last couple of weeks if you want to contact us you can go to our webpage at www.eq2lfg.com 
We do have Twitter. You can contact us there at at EQ2LFG. You can find our Facebook page, same thing, EQ2LFG. Thanks a lot and take care. See you guys.